0: Welcome back to the show everybody. It's the Thursday Secret Show. I'm your host Third Eye Hitter, and uh man, what an honor it is to do this show today. Um why am I excited to do? I was th- I got this idea to do the show today because uh honestly, it feels uh how do you put this? It feels kind of nice to do this for a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons is I was thinking about it and when I was a child uh, in the 90s, I always thought how fucking cool would it be if I had my own TV show, right? Um, And I didn't really understand acting, so acting and having a TV show to me went through the same thing, but uh, I just thought it would be neat. You know, what would my TV show look like um, and I think this is it, right? This is actually my TV show. Um, and it has the potential to get, uh, at least one view, maybe two, which is even stranger than I ever thought possible. Um, when I was young too, I, I always wished that I could just, you know, I, I, I didn't like cable. I had too many channels, right? And I had this great idea. I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if I just had the Discovery Channel, of course, Disney Channel, um, MTV. I'm like, I just want those three channels because these fucking other channels suck. So uh, it's, and then today that's what we have, right? We have even more than that. I'm a channel and uh, I think it's fun to play out uh, that dream of mine. And before I even wanted to maybe do that, uh, the truth is I thought, Working at, um, what's it called? Hollywood Video and Blockbuster would be the best. I loved the smell of Blockbuster. I loved the smell of uh, Hollywood Video. Man. And it was so fun to go there. And I thought it'd be even funner to work there because you would get the movies that were coming out first. And, uh, Man, I didn't really understand economics. <laughs> so I, I wasn't too worried about how much it paid, man. But I thought uh, it'd be fun to work there. And then uh, I got a little bit older and I thought, you know what would be even better than working at a blockbuster? Uh, it, it would have to be the movie theater. You don't even need to wait for it to come out on rental. You gotta watch it as soon as it comes out. Day of release. And I it's always been appealing to me cuz i just love the movie theater in general. I love the way movie theaters smell. Fucking popcorn and uh, i am frozen bunch of crunch. Doesn't get better. So that's pretty <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Uh but now i have my own tv show. You know, third eye Hitter. And i can imagine you know, this evolving into a sketch somehow. Maybe i, I do sketches or segments but Right now, it's just me talking solo shows, a solo cast, and that's fun, practicing talking for an hour um, and seeing what what happens. But I really am kind of surprised that uh, the reality and potential to create my own show came into being, and um, it's so difficult sometimes to be motivated to even do this podcast or to create content. Or to make a movie, right? Or make your own show. But when you were a kid, it's, is, I remember like that was my dream, right? To have your own show. And I don't know what that meant for me exactly as a kid. It certainly isn't this. I would say change the channel, my kid self. I'm like this isn't what I meant. Uh, you're just talking. I understand that. Um, but here we are, nonetheless. Um, and I'm making my TV show and pursuing somewhat of a childhood dream or not pursuing, executing, because it's coming into action. Um, so that's really fun. It's really fun to think about that. And you know, I might take the show in different directions, uh, but for now, I think I will always have a main show with a solo cast. Might start up a second show where, you know, I don't know. You Think about it. It could be anything. It could be a comedy show. Just whatever I probably would feel like at the time of making. For right now, just invested in doing the solo cast, and it's really exciting. And I, I encourage everybody to do it. I mean, why not in this day and age? I, I'm not. I I struggle, but I don't to understand why more people cause share their voice. And I don't think enough people share their voice. I don't know if I already talked about this. Always repeating myself somehow, uh, but we think people are sharing their voice, right? Um, because of the comments and the things they say, the sound bites. Even I look at the sound bites I say on Instagram. And the comments I leave on Instagram, by the way, if you're watching this, I leave comments to drive traffic to my channel. So it's kind of like fishing. If you leave a good comment, it gets upvoted. Maybe enough people come to your channel and maybe follow. What is it is it Instagram a channel, uh, page, Instagram page, um, I don't know. It's basically like a canvas board. It's like Pinterest, but you create the pictures. In my opinion, um, but it's fascinating, and I've seen my channel grow, and I'm at like 161 followers, right? And the truth is, man, I love being low. I want, uh. A low amount of followers, but real ass followers. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want, I'd rather have like 60 of people who really enjoyed the content than, uh, fake followers, people just following, um, like bots, I guess. Does that make sense? Don't want any bot follows. And I think if you get too much, uh, what's it called? Exposure. Then they cut your channel down, right? Um, and I'm not that I worked hard for this Instagram page, but it would just suck to make a new one. Because uh, aesthetically, I like the aesthetics of my page. So uh, I got that going for me. I just like how it looks. Uh, but being an Instagram podcaster is kind of strange. Because people are podcasters in general, but uh, stepping my foot into the ring of instagram podcasters when i haven't seen it people just post clips i'm out there with my whole episode you know you can also find it on itunes and whatever but i find that interesting where people aren't just posting all their content and just having it you know i would just put it everywhere maybe there's a reason people don't do that but i'm doing it right you can find the whole episode that you're watching here if you're watching it live on my instagram so what are we 11 minutes in and it's my TV show. And I'm loving it so far. Uh, I think uh, when I was young, I watched a lot of uh, TV shows my parents watched. Right? They'd get home from work. The 90s was a time when like 5 o'clock show was Seinfeld. Simpsons, right? Then you had uh, my family like the McBill, McBeal, X-Files. So just growing up watching that shit. <laughs> Like It oh, was I, like six, seven, eight years old, nine years old. And I'm watching Scully and Mulder figure out how these fucking aliens are, you know, deceiving, you know, the population and our government. Um, and I am over here. You know, someone call me a conspiracy theorist. I would just say a theorist. I like to think and question the narrative, really just an anarchist in general. Uh, I don't like groups. Uh, don't like joining groups. I like being a part of them, but I do like being a part of them in some sense. Uh, I, <laughs> I like to be heard without being in the herd, if that makes sense. A little language play there. Um, so here we are, and I'm talking, and this is a solo cast, it's my Thursday cast, and my secret podcast, because I usually don't do podcasts on Thursdays. I have uh, one tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. live mountain time so those are always fun to wake up to do that i can't wait i think it'll be a blast to wake up and see what's going on but we have the super bowl coming up and i've already said uh don't know if i'm gonna watch it or if i'm interested in it or what i'm doing that day uh to me when i think about the super bowl if you're going anywhere it should be kind of maybe about the food uh i mean what's a football game without food essentially so anyways, uh yeah, man. I think it's the Rams and the Bengals. I already gave my opinion on it. Want the Bengals to win. What else is happening this weekend? Uh shoot. Uh nothing? Valentine's Day. That's right, man. Jesus. If if you believe in the holiday, it's crazy. Cause there's expectations. If you don't believe in it. Uh, it doesn't matter because there's still expectations around uh, people in your life. Like, you could not believe, like, I think it's uh, a fake holiday in some sense. Not real. I don't count it. Someone said, What's your favorite holiday? And you said, Valentine's. and would say, Get out of here. It doesn't count. It's not real. Um, why? I mean, it doesn't matter why it's not real. It's just my opinion. But even if I think that, my mom might believe in it. Shit, man. And, uh, or your spouse, significant other. Maybe your kids believe in it because they go to school and they're like <laughs> brainwashed to believe in a participatory ritual where you're expected to exchange tokens of love, uh, which are determined by, which are actually paper products with candy inside. I mean, here's my opinion about holidays in America. People don't understand this. Every holiday is a candy holiday. Uh, for children and for adults, it's a drinking holiday. So let's just go through them. July 4th is a drinking holiday, and for the kids, it's fireworks. It's always a double combo. Halloween. Uh, we all know what Halloween is for kids and for adults, typically young adults, it's about getting hammered and dressing uh, however you feel like expressing yourself. And then what do you have for Christmas? Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving party. Uh, for kids, it's about the food. For adults, sometimes it's about the drinking. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> My family was so small; it was just, n- never really about much besides the turkey. So, uh, which is nice. Um, and around here in Utah, it's just diet cokes, baby. Uh, with caffeine, surprisingly. Um, so, what else? We got Christmas after that. Uh, definitely. What is that for adults? Food, candy, for kids, for sure. Uh, For adults, drinking, I would imagine. Uh, Because, I mean, unless you don't drink, you're probably eating a lot of food, right? So, what's the next holiday? St. Patrick's Day. For the kids, that's just about the color green. For adults, that's about getting shmammered. Hammered. And then after that, Cinco de Mayo. About drinking. And Valentine's Day, it's about wine right? It's about wine and candy for the kids. If I hit most of the holidays, Easter, Easter's about wine. You drink wine on Easter. You don't get drunk, but you just get respectful with the Lord. You know what I mean? You cheers, have a little bit of that drink, that Lord's blood. So, you know, that's my opinion on uh, holidays. Uh, What else? am I going to talk about I'd like to uh man what else was I thinking um just the whole concept of not being or people hesitant to sharing their thoughts and opinions and I get it uh I think social media if I didn't make content right if I was just a passive viewer uh I probably wouldn't have social media but creating content and Uh, art and kind of what I like doing with it is fascinating and I think it's fun and I think it's an interesting role to play when you are involved in social media and uh, that nature because the public transferred to the internet what I mean I think a lot of times you'd see more performers or artists that were creating things in the physical world, but now the best way to express probably your creative abilities is online or through the computer as a medium or phone. So it's a natural draw to people with creativity. Um, And it's an easy way to get eyes on the things you create. I mean, if I'd like to do, what's it called? Graffiti, I think that'd be fun, but that's illegal. And I don't want to like deface something with shitty art. I am not. I don't make that good enough of art. And if I practice and defaced enough properties, maybe I would gain a skill, but I would piss off a lot of people and hurt my community in the process. So, I you know, my best way of art is kind of like internet graffiti, just putting shit all over the internet. And it doesn't look good a lot of the time like this. What is this podcast? This is just uh, me talking, and I just think this is fun to do for some reason. <laughs> um, I think it's a skill to talk out loud to nothing. Um, whatever kind of skill that is. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we're It's a Thursday. I already mentioned that. Tomorrow's a Friday. And the weeks are going by so fast. And when I think about the passing of time and growing older, it really does feel as though uh, each phase of my life was um, in some sense temporary, like a dream, right? And chunked in these sections where, uh, yeah, man, memories just feel like dreams. And I have this question, you know, am I living right now or am I just remembering what it's like to be me in this moment? And so that's just something I like to think about. I'll ask that to you, the audience. What's your opinion on that? Do you think we're living right now or are we just remembering the current moment and what it was like to be who we are in this situation? And the only way to do that is to relive your entire life. Like, um, the whole replaying your life before the moment of death. What if that's so slow that this is what it feels like? It feels like you're living in a normal life. <laughs> like, ah, uh, the replay of your life is that crazy. If that makes sense. It's super slow. Um, yeah, man, I have no clue, but perhaps, maybe not, not likely, just some ideas. Um, so, uh, here we are, we are 20 minutes in, and I'd like to make this episode, I got 30 more minutes of talking to myself about something. And, uh, let's just talk about something politics. You're seeing, uh, today, Nevada removed their mask mandate, and this shit will date a podcast for sure, but sometimes people like the historical context, like, you know, posterity would like, hey, what's this, uh... (laughs) say idiot savant doing uh, and what's his opinion about the day that is today which would be the past uh, for anybody in the future but um so currently today Nevada the state in what is currently known as the United States of America uh removed their mask mandates so that's pretty fascinating um and why is this happening all across the country it seems as though um everybody's kind of just Agreed that it's over, right? Flu season's over. It lasted two years for some reason this time. Um, And the world is kind of going back to normal in some way, but it's not, I think, I think this fucking whole shit's a powdered cake, right? Uh, I think there's so much pressure domestically and internationally right now. It's hard for some people to see because they're so attached to what's going on in the world. Um, that to really understand the, uh, the significance of what's playing out internationally and domestically would be almost impossible to see, right? Because it's huge. I think, what do I mean by that? I think something's going to happen. Everybody does. Something always does happen, uh, that changes our life again forever i just don't think covid's the biggest thing right personally i think something else is going to happen something else is going to replace uh the news cycle has to i mean the news is struggling to even keep donald trump in the headlines and it's been two years right or one year whatever it's been and to even see donald trump's name in the headlines is still exhausting right like and you know you got Kim Kardashian and Kanye West back in the mix. Like somehow, when things are getting kind of dem- I don't know, I don't know how to put this, but the news cycle's interesting, man. And uh, everything's going back to normal in some sense. And people will wear masks. People won't wear masks. People will get vaccinated. People won't get vaccinated. I think that all of these restrictions and mandates. Just because they pull back a little bit uh, doesn't mean they'll put them back. Or that they, they're not willing to put those restrictions back in place in a week or a month, right? They, I think they have no moral grounds. They just will do whatever they want as leaders of the free people. Uh, unless they're convinced otherwise. And I was thinking about this in some sense. Uh, people worry about big brother in the police state and um there's this concern that the police are the ones who enforce the tyrant's rules right um and i think before the police really enforce the tyrant's rules it's society so uh like uh before the police guy comes and tells you to put a mask on the person behind the counter will. Or not even behind the counter, someone in the aisle shopping next to you will bring big brother you or big sister you and try to you know fucking tell you what to do. That's why it's called big brother, right? They're telling you what the fuck to do or big sister. So I think really the first threat against freedom is sometimes your neighbor <laughs> if they're an idiot. Um, and I'm shocked at some of the things I see where uh, it's like there's a world where people can see a smile when someone wears a mask. I can't, right, because there's a mask covering it. You can tell me you're smiling, I wouldn't know. You can like, go like this with your f- face. Maybe it looks like you're smiling because you live in a dictatorship country and they're telling you to put a smile on your face or something. Nobody really will know because your face is covered. Um, So those same people will say, trust the science. And the science says men give birth to women. So some of these things in my world aren't lining up where uh, they believe in things that I don't. Right. Um, And they enforce rules. And I was thinking about this. Right. Right uh all the news cycles all the statistics right about the past two years are so fear-driven so emotionally driven and i think people have become emotionally exhausted and people will say and i'm talking about the fucking pandemic again damn it and i'll say this people say i'm exhausted about talking about that issue um and the first people that get exhausted by that issue are the first people that get vaccinated the first people that put masks on, the first people that comply when the government tells them what the fuck to do because they're tired. I'm tired of this issue. I'm tired of trying to fight for my rights. I'll give in, I really want to go to that club, right? The people who get exhausted with the topic are the first people who roll over when the government tells them what to do. And I get it, some of us have held out for a long time. I have, I've held out since the fucking beginning. Go to my Instagram, right? Some of my first memes I posted were like, fuck this uh, mask policy. Right? Uh, Hey, they're taking away our freedoms. Does anybody see this? Now, where I live, my freedoms weren't impacted too much, thank God. But some of the places that I visited, freedoms were impacted. Uh, People's jobs were put at threat if they didn't put something into their body. right? I had... You know, it's nuts, right? Uh, what happened in the past two years in the propaganda cycle that pushed so much fear into people? And some people saw... I like, I don't know if it's the fact that I've taken psychedelics, man. I see through the bullshit. Is my third eye hitter just swinging hard? I saw the bullshit from the beginning and some people are, you know, it took a while to wake up to this. Um, but I think one thing that prepared me, if you saw my most recent story... Uh, post it was uh, the first of its a chessboard Freemasonic reference But it's followed by the Twin Towers falling and I don't know how many times I've seen that as A child and was pumped through my mind. You know, that's the narrative. That's the narrative. That's the narrative That's the narrative. That's the narrative and uh, kids growing up these days didn't get that propaganda They get it in a book now. They might see the Twin Towers fall once a year Uh, But right after 9-11 and during it, I saw those fucking towers drop so many fucking times. Anyways, uh, just growing up and kind of seeing the outcome of that and seeing how America got duped into a 20-year war and lost trillions of dollars and created almost a genocide in the Middle East and blah, 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 blah. We're still there. We're still droning. Like, this shit's a fucking shitstorm. And realizing, oh, they lied to us about Vietnam and just... Kind of seeing these things play out again. When the COVID narrative hit. Um, I was skeptical immediately. Um, and people don't know this. Uh, if, if you're a frequent person. Of our conspiracy. Uh, in 2018. 2017. There was a massive increase. on uh, In our conspiracy. Of posts that questioned the vaccine narrative. And this was the first time. And I had browsed our conspiracy for a while. Uh, but there was a. Uh, a surge of anti-vaccine is what it'd be called. Um, I would call it uh, exposing. It's not anti-vaccine. What would it be called? Yeah, to most people, it would be called anti-vaccine information. And the timing of that, looking back now, is suspicious. Uh, But I'm just saying, I was kind of primed to believe uh, already that something was afoot with some vaccines um or at least like people needed to think about them a little bit more uh in various ways so yeah, i said the v word i wonder how this is going to get audio tapped but anyways um yeah wonder what will happen because i just t- said all those things doesn't matter here's my point i lost my train of thought but let me get it back let me get it back on the tracks um oh how did I know it was all bullshit? I just didn't trust the government. And the one thing I didn't fucking do from the beginning was trust these goddamn pharmaceutical companies. And I don't know how Americans flip flop from saying we're getting price gouged on insulin. Uh, these pharmaceutical companies hospitals are charging an arm and a leg literally to save an arm and a leg. And what's going on with their healthcare system? All of a sudden these fucking healthcare companies are heroes. People are getting their names tattooed on them like the 180 in the American mindset. And I didn't have that 180. I had a relationship uh, with the opioid crisis growing up, man. I knew lots of friends and family who were impacted by that and it bothered me that uh, these companies and uh, were never held accountable and the the misleading science was never addressed, right? Um, And so if you know what I'm talking about, just look up the, the issues with the Sackler family and Oxycontin. And ask yourself why the Louvre in France uh, removed the Sackler family <laughs> in their special room. Um, so my point is, I was primed from the, from the beginning because I already didn't trust the government. And I didn't trust corporations, especially the pharmaceutical <laughs> corporations. They've been fucking us over for so long. Why would they save us right now, right? Uh, they created the the number one comorbidity Did they create that? Ah, hmm. I can't say they created obesity. But I do believe the pharmaceutical company, in some sense, yes, does create and incentivize obesity. How do they do that? They do that by having a healthcare system that when you go in and you're clearly overweight, the first thing they don't do is prescribe you a new diet. They give you blood pressure pressure medication you're probably depressed so they give you some zoloft or whatever the fuck they give people and that makes you gain more weight sometimes antidepressants so like the whole fucking point is the fact that anybody trusted these cocksuckers and still does it baffles me it baffles me right yeah i understand uh science the healthcare system save lives but they also kill a lot of people medical mispractice was what the third or second fact check me on this i'm not your research dog. Uh, killer in the United States a few years ago. Might be wrong, might be right. You're going to have to figure that one out yourself. Um, But here we are. I'm 30 minutes into my podcast. This feels good. This feels great. Um, Here we are. And um, I don't really expect anybody to listen to this or to give a fuck about what I have to say. Um, And if you do, that's fascinating. (laughs) I think about it sometimes like... Uh, there's no way anybody listens to this, cause I'm nobody. But uh, maybe I think that may be appealing, right? I got nothing. I got no ads. Got no sponsors. I got no uh. I got nothing telling me what to do or say. And I like that, you know what I mean? So here we are. We're thirty minutes in, and uh, you got to think about what to talk about in this world. Um. So what do I think about, what do I think about um, the number, I'm gonna, oh man, I'm gonna grind my gears about some issues. Um, And here's another thing the pharmaceutical company did by, this is like this, this is what drives me crazy about people who trust the science. So these people can be experts. I'll, I'll agree, hey, they're experts. In whatever field of science there, are. But are they experts in uh, civil liberties? Maybe I already talked about this shit. I talk about it so much, but it bothers me, right? Uh, you can be an infectious disease expert, but you have no authority in deciding what someone's freedom should or shouldn't be, right? The world isn't a hospital, and you can't make it one, right? And uh, I don't like when people think they can play God. And it's weird. You can have atheists who love to play God. Like I am the one who can save you. I am God. That's the way atheists believe. I'm not, not atheists. Excuse me. People in the medical profession, in the science realm, they sometimes see themselves as gods. I would imagine like, because they're the, they're in the role where they're deciding life or death. Right. That must be an egotistical thing to have. Right. And, uh, uh, be, the one who's a purveyor or surveyor of whether whether or not uh you could possibly live or not, and the one who's issuing medical edicts uh all across the country like ventilators that might or might not have worked. Right, you either uh the reaper or your your god by saving or taking lives, and I just think it's fascinating. Uh, this whole group, this profession isn't being looked at with more uh, of a critical eye. Just because you're a scientist doesn't mean you have upstanding morals, right? And this actual religion behind this scientism, the lack of addressing it, I think uh, with people who believe in it, um, and the complete rigid foothold science has in some people's mind, absolutely is debilitating uh, for their critical thinking skills. right? They have no Zero ability to think critically. You you're a zealot for science, right? And it's shocking to me that more people who it's growing up in the LD, around the LDS church it's they're synonyms to me. You know what I mean? Atheism, science, religion, the LDS church they're both cults, baby. And it's so funny. where, and you know this because if someone is in the cult of science and they step out, bam. Hey, you get the axe censored, deplatformed, and why is that? Why why is this cult so rigid about their belief systems and the way things are in the world? Um, and if you step out of line, what is that? You know, you get punished, you get uh you get media training, you know what I mean? Uh people tell you to stay in your square. Check out my latest post, like, know what square you're in, homie. You're not the one supposed to be talking about this. Don't do that. Man, it's a crazy world. And I think more people need to be talking. Uh, And it's funny because I think there's a lot of people who, uh, like if someone left me a comment, positive or negative, in any way, uh, unless I see them doing this for an hour platform talk, where they're uh, completely exposing themselves and their free thinking form. Not a lot of respect for you, uh, unless you can engage in this art form as a response to my lack of skill and, what would it be, uh, precision in speaking out loud and thinking out loud without any prompting. I have no notes. Um, I might have a thought or two that I might take into these podcasts sometimes, but Uh, it's completely freestyle, baby. Uh, You know, don't know what to tell you. It's me thinking out loud for an hour, and I am 38 minutes in, and I can't wait till I stop talking about the time and how long I've been podcasting for, because I think that takes away from it. Maybe, you know, you're like, geez, I've been listening to this guy for 38 minutes. What am I doing with my life? I need to start my own podcast because he... Doesn't know how to do it. Maybe you should. I would like to see other people show me how to podcast uh, and do this correctly. But nonetheless, you know, it's hard to find anybody with content. Um, And if you look at my content, sometimes like you're just ripping music chants. You're taking art from here, art from there. Like, yeah, dude. (laughs) Uh, Good artist, copy, great artist, steal. That's a quote. I don't know who said it, but that's a good quote. And I'm not stealing these artists' work. I'm just, in my sense, uh, art is multi-layered. So everything I create uh, is a layer upon a layer upon which other people have already made layers. So, um, like the Schwarzenegger song, like he took something, layered it. He took something somebody made in the sense of, I sound like, was sound like a postmodernist for art. Ah, jeez, man. I don't know if I like that. Or do I even sound like that? I'm not a philosopher. And one thing I don't want to do, and I, I've been listening to podcasts, and there's podcasts that are trying to teach um, and make, you know, I don't want to be a teacher. I really don't. Uh, and educate people on some things. Wednesday, maybe I do. I take a. I take a little bit of leeway on my Wednesday podcast, but I definitely don't want to teach anybody anything. And I can imagine if you listen to this and you'll say to yourself, well, that doesn't make sense with the way you talk, perhaps you sound really uh, preachy. Maybe you sound whatever words you use to establish the fact that I'm uh, in essence teaching (laughs) something. Uh, But I don't want that. I don't want to teach anybody anything um I think it's too hard there's too much expectations upon teaching or being responsible for bestowing knowledge upon other people where I think in today's day and age uh it's not my responsibility in some sense to teach anybody anything it's more um because there's so much information out there that it should be everybody's responsibility to go find whatever information that they want to find. And I think that reality is what a lot of kids struggle with in the sense of going to school. Imagine this. Imagine you you get told you need to go to school, right? And you're growing up and you have a device and they make you use this device in school and you know you can use it at home and you have, but this device you could ask any question to. And it seems crazy, right? Because before this device existed, on God, parents were that. Parents were the thing people, children, asked for information. And now parents are putting these devices in their kids' hands at such a young age. Uh, why are you? Why would they ask mom and dad anything? Why would they? And then they think about that, you know, why am I going to school? Why am I asking, why is the teacher doing anything when I can just find out whatever I'm interested in Uh online and guess what homie I don't even need to talk I can just touch shit visually right I see things I want then I just touch it you know what I mean homie I don't even need to read uh, <laughs> so these kids grow up in this world where uh, it doesn't make sense you go in a box to learn if you want to learn you teach yourself something essentially nice s- I think you're seeing a lot of that with Uh, This younger generation, the people who are succeeding are the ones who are teaching themselves, because everything else is very difficult, I think, for kids to grow up in this day and age and receive lessons from other people in some way. And you're seeing that because school systems are struggling. Right. And you find me a school system that's not struggling. Right. And it's crazy because you're seeing it top to bottom. Teachers struggling in kindergarten with the new student populations and teachers struggling in high school with these student populations. And so I think what's happened is this public education system is completely outdated and people will blame CRT, people will blame uh, whatever they wanna blame, lack of funding, what else are they gonna blame? Uh, a teacher union uh, and, a, and a majority of teachers that are liberalized by an educational system that's heavily left. You can't. You can blame all those things, but the truth is, the whole system's fucking outdated, from top to bottom. The world's changing so fast, and we are still sending little bodies into an educational system that is completely outdated, and does not work. Um, so that's where we are, and we're surprised with everything that's going on in our world, and we're surprised people are stressed. Right? Kids are. Kids seem stressed, and everybody just wants to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right? And the government just fucked everybody's over. They admitted lockdowns didn't work. But what lockdowns did was show everybody like, yo, fuck work, right? It's shitty. You give enough t- enough people time to not go to work, you know what they say? Fuck it, dude. It's shitty, right? Going to work is shitty for a lot of people because I think uh, the United States is designed... Uh, uh, in a systematic way where most people are our wage slaves, right? It's a tiered economic system where people's income is capped upon, uh, depending upon what you do in life, right? So teachers only make a certain amount of money. Uh, professors can only make a certain amount of money. Cops can only, like, so my point is, you're limited, homie. And the only way to break those caps is, to be an entrepreneur, to step out of the line to be something different. But for the most part, everybody economically is capped. Uh, They can only do so much. You can only buy so much. Your movements are 100% predictable because you can only have so much, right? So that's the reality of our system. I think we live in a wage slave system and uh, most people don't understand that and it's wage you can be a millionaire and be a wage slave that's what i also want to make clear like millionaires can be wage slaved out of their minds and what do i mean by that is you have people who work their whole life right for a corporation and their lives are miserable their wives are miserable their kids are unhappy right nothing is going well for their family yeah they have a lot of money man but they're wage slaves to the system and that can make anyone fucking depressed It doesn't matter if they have a lot of money or no money, man. It doesn't matter if they're serving food out of a window or staying overnight in a high rise thinking about jumping out the window because uh, they fucking have so much pressure and responsibilities for this corporation. So, anyways, what's my fucking point? I don't know. I'm 45 minutes in. This was a strong podcast. I'm surprised I did so well on a secret podcast. Um, I, again... Wow, go check out all my stuff. Go to my website, click on all the books if you can. Click, 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 and see what they're all about. Um, but here we are, living life. Um, and I'm 46 minutes in. What do I, What do I, What am I going to close about? Um, what's my closing statement? What do, what do I want to say? I think that man uh what's what's next after podcasts? because podcast you know we're not i'm late to the party right uh nobody invited me here either so that's nice um but there's got to be something after podcasting and i'm curious to see what it is Some, you know is it the metaverse but the metaverse is just a reproduction of society, so you people will just have podcasts in the metaverse, art in the metaverse, but I think everything will bleed through, right? So, I, uh, the metaverse to me will always be a glass house. You know, you probably just watch YouTube videos of shit that goes on in the metaverse. I think, oh, that's interesting. Um, fuck, man, what was I going to talk about now? Let me take a drink. So... You know, when I make these podcasts, within the first five minutes, I want to stop. I want to stop like, well, this seems silly. And, you know, at the 47-minute mark, it still seems silly to do it. Um, But it does seem, on the other hand, very rewarding. And I understand also that there's got to be several aspects of this podcast that need to be polished Um, improved, worked on, and all those things have to do with myself, right? I got to fix every one of these things, you know, how I sound, how I talk, the way I deliver information, Um, but it's great so far. And you think about it, I chose this podcast style because I don't like to do homework, right? I like to turn it on and do it. If you make a podcast about uh, any subject, you have to do homework right you have to think about a concept maybe you do like murder mystery podcasts you know what i mean see like you have to find a you have to find some depressing ass fucking story dude and you know write down what you're gonna say and create a story arc and that to me seems so much more fucking work but some people love that work right and if you are interested in doing podcasts and you know try try something like that maybe that'd be perfect for you (laughs) But there are a lot of those podcasts out there, these murder mysteries. And what is my podcast described as? Like a solo cast? Um, something like that. What is it? Um, I don't know. It's I just want to be derogatory towards your podcast and not take it seriously and use pejoratives. But I need to speak uh, more kindly about the things I create and not minimize them. And I think that would be good advice for anybody if you're creating something. I think it's okay to mock it in some sense. Like, this obviously isn't, uh... I'm not Picasso, right? I'm not Michelangelo. Although we do share the same birthday, we we don't share any of the same talents. <laughs> well, actually, that might not be true. Um, I don't know much about him at all. But he could not even be real, dude. Sometimes I think, like, is all of history a lie, dude? That they fucking, uh... Did they fuck this shit up? What the funny thing is about the left is they'll say, America's told a false history for the past, you know, whatever amount of years. They've been lying, but they're telling the truth about the moon landings. They've been building up whitey and uh, white white people for a long time, and they haven't been talking about the correct history about people of color and Native Americans. But they're telling the truth about NASA. You know, I don't think that's true. I think a government's been lying top to bottom. They lied about the shit we did in the past, and the way we disenfranchised people, colonized people, uh, genocided people. We did all that shit. You know what I mean? We, it's America. I don't even know if I identify as the country, but I'm just saying America did terrible shit. Always has. Um, but and then now the left is telling you right now, yo, they fucking lied to you about your history. Uh And we need to be more honest about this history. But they're telling you the truth about NASA. Right? And, uh... Like, it's so funny how there's this double expectation of how the left is saying the system's broken, it's disenfranchised people, it's been terrible to people, but now you need to trust it, now you need to listen to it, Uh, now everything's fine. And... I've talked about this before, but I still, I'm still trying to understand that. That's why I keep talking about it. Where's this cognitive dissonance? Uh, whatever. Oh, so I'm at 51 minutes, man. And then right now at this point um, in the podcast, I usually look for a song to play to end on. Um, But, you know, it's hard to say what, uh, what I should end on. Um... Uh, it's just this one looks sexual, right? See this one right here, everybody. Click that one. I don't believe that just because the visual images are like that, this music will be good. But I bet a lot of people thought that. We'll try this. Hey, so thank you again, everybody. This has been another. F- Secret podcast. Um, God bless you all. Hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. So fuck it, then I'll talk to you tomorrow. I I don't like music with lyrics, dude. So fuck that song. Uh, Maybe this one? oh spaceship music baby sorry about psyching you um greatly appreciate anybody's uh watching this or not watching this god bless you all have a wonderful thursday night